Hey everybody, welcome back to Naturally Supernatural. We hope you guys enjoyed last week's episode on kingdom evangelism and just Pastor Tom kind of breaking down what exactly evangelism is, especially in the kingdom realm. Um, But for those who are just tuning in now, Pastor Tom, are you able just to give them a quick definition of the kingdom evangelism that we had talked about last week before moving on to our our topic for today? Yeah, we talked about how, you know, kingdom evangelism can only be defined the way Jesus defined it. And Jesus actually lived uh, the way, the truth, and the life of the kingdom. And so if we to learn about kingdom evangelism, we have to look at how he did it with power and authority. And that's what we talk about and how, you know, we, we learned that, uh, you know, what he, what he did was he would proclaim the kingdom and he would demonstrate the kingdom with power and authority. So that means he would teach with power and he would demonstrate with signs, wonders and miracles with power. And so those two things, uh, two ingredients, uh, power and authority, very, very important in kingdom evangelism. So you got evangelism and then you got kingdom evangelism. Kingdom evangelism is basically the whole package with the Holy Spirit with you. Uh, you can evangelize, but if you don't know the person of the Holy Spirit, you're evangelizing, but are you with evangelizing with power and authority? And so that's the key is that we're not saying that we're, we're downplaying the gospel, the, the, the powers in the gospel, the good news. Uh, but we're saying that, uh, you know, we, we have to evangelize with the Holy Spirit before us and upon us and in us. Mm. And just to add on that, Pastor Tom, like mm. for those of you who are listening and aren't to where Pastor Tom also does teaching series on YouTube on Graceful TV. Mm. And right now we're talking about kingdom kingdom evangelism and that's our series right now mm-hmm. and with the episode that you released last week in regards to the apostles you had outlined a blueprint that you know obviously came right out of the bible if if you actually read through acts there's actually a pattern that you can mm-hmm. kind of see can you touch up on that as well because i feel like if if people understand that that blueprint then we're not kind mm-hmm. of running in circles trying to get people into the kingdom if that makes sense yeah um <clears throat> first and foremost we have to listen mm. uh, to the voice of the Holy Spirit. Uh, he is our counsel. He is our advocate. He is our helper. And so if you don't listen to him, then do you, you're not really waiting upon him. Mm. And it is his will that we're to carry out. Remember, we talked about how we carry out the will of the Father. Yes. And in the book of Acts of the Apostles, chapter 1, verse 8, says that we're to wait upon the Holy Spirit. Jesus told him, he promised the disciples, wait and the Holy Spirit will come and then you will have power. Mm. And so the Holy Spirit is to come upon us and he will come upon us the moment we say yes and amen to the will of the Father, to carry out the will of the Father. So what is the will of the Father? The will of the Father is to execute the command that he has uh, spoken. Every word that came from his mouth is the command or law from the Lord God himself. So when you obey that command and you say, okay, I'm partnering and I'm going to co-labor with the Holy Spirit and carry out the will of the Father, then it delights the Father to, to have the Holy Spirit come upon you. And what does that mean? That means the anointing of God, the favor of God will come upon you 
So why? Because you're doing his will. You're carrying out his will. You know, it's his mission. So basically, it's like this. Uh, an analogy is like if you're going to carry out a mission uh, for Canada and you're sent out to, um, to Kenya in, in Africa, um, the favor of Canada will be upon you as an ambassador uh, sent there to tell the people of Kenya about Canada. Because when you're an ambassador sent to Kenya, you are now an embodiment of Canada. So you will have all the resources and the favor of Canada. So same way, we are called ambassadors of Christ. So when we're sent here and we're adopted as children of God, we now have access to the favor of the Holy Spirit. And it's God's will carried out as it, as it is being carried out. You will have the favor of God upon you. And that's how Jesus was able to demonstrate that uh, by feeding the 5,000 with a small little lunch from the boy. Because what he did was he lifted up the lunch and he gave thanks to the Lord and then told the disciples to distribute the food. Now, when he gave thanks to the Lord, he's doing the will of the Father. Right? He's not just going, okay, now hand out this food. Mm. He gave thanks to the Father first. And in that moment, when you give thanks and give reverence to God, you're saying, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And so, as it, it, still, it, it still takes the, uh, the apostles to reach into those baskets and to faithfully... <laughs> you know, having faith that there's going to be something, even though we see nothing, because the lunch was actually minced into tiny little pieces by Jesus. Uh, you, you read that in the book. Um, so the moment they reach their, their hand into the basket, they pull out the fish. The moment they reach their hand into the basket, carrying out the will of the Father, they pull out the bread. It wasn't before then. It's not like it already appeared in the basket. It's when they reach their hand faithfully into the basket, that's when they pull out fish and bread and fed 5,000 men, several thousand women and a few thousand kids. So, yeah, that's, uh, does that make sense? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Actually, you know, even after watching that teaching episode last week, it make, how you broke it down actually makes a lot of sense. And so for those that are listening and you'd like to visually see that, head on over to Graceville TV. Mm. But just to also add on, past, like ask Pastor, you know how, you know, just earlier, you had talked about evangelism and kingdom evangelism. And obviously, the proof, as you would always say, is in of the pudding is in the eating. Mm. How can someone actually carry that out and actually walk in that power and authority? I think, like I said earlier, um, you really have to be in tune and in alignment with the Holy Spirit. Uh, he is a person. So you really need to commune, communicate. Mm. with the Holy Spirit and, and listen and talk to Him in prayer and ask about the assignment ahead of you. And as He reveals that to you, uh, be bold and don't be afraid to carry out. Because, you know, I often think about how new generations of young Christians and young believers come on. Uh, I believe that God has a special assignment um, already planned ahead of time and we're sent forth for such a time as this and I mean you guys are half my age <laughs> and you know you're so you're sent forth 
like, I don't know, 20 somewhat years later. <laughs> so there must be something that God wants you to see when I'm long gone mm. that uh, I'm not even allowed to see. Mm. So there are things that you'll be seeing, that you'll be doing, that you're assigned to, that he's going to equip you with. And our job, uh, that your predecessor, <laughs> your 1.0 Christians that come, uh, we are to actually equip you guys because if you're called to an apostolic calling like I am, mm. my job is to equip the saints to do ministry to edify the church. So it's really important to have that, uh, um, you know, be clear about. And uh, as church leaders, we need to be able to release young people and trust the Lord in giving you that uh, assignment and giving you that favor, that anointing mm -hmm. uh, from the Holy Spirit. You mentioned a term, apostles. For those that are listening that might not understand what that word is, can you just elaborate more on what exactly an apostle is, what it does, etc.? Well, the apostle, uh, Greek word is apostolos. It means the, the sent one, to be sent, you know, the messenger. So we are, you know, don't a lot of people, you know, get so, uh, you know, I don't know, so excited about apostle this and apostle that. But... <laughs> Really, you're the sent one. So it's actually a servant of Christ. So you are to be sent as a messenger. A messenger to do what? To bring the good news. The good news of what? Of the kingdom of God. The kingdom of heaven that Jesus has been preaching when he was on earth. He had been preaching about that. Uh, you find that in Matthew 4.17. So you, it's really important to really preach the kingdom rather than preach anything else. Because uh, if you're an ambassador from heaven, shouldn't you tell people about where you came from mm. rather than what you can do? Yeah. Too often we're preaching about what we can do and what somebody did for us and this and that. But we never tell people about where we came from. Mm. Like if you met a friend, like you know, when I first came here to Canada, many, many years ago in the 70s and people had not even, well, in school anyways, they had not even heard of a place called Malaysia. Mm. So he used to ask me, he said, where are you from? I'm from Malaysia. And I mean, out of ignorance, some of them even asked me, where is that in China? So <laughs> I was, <laughs> Not aware, not aware. I was like, okay, all right, no, uh, no, we, we, we are a country and it's it's <laughs> south of Thailand and, you know. And so I actually had to explain and I told them. And the best way for me to explain my the nation I came from was to cook, actually cook some food and to share some mm -hmm. Malaysian food with them. Because if you don't share your culture, you don't demonstrate your culture, mm -hmm. people will never get a taste of where you came from. Yeah. And that's the reason why Jesus talked about his home Right? He preached about the kingdom of heaven and then he demonstrated what it is it like, uh, the culture of heaven, where there's no disease, where there's no one sick, no demons are allowed to be, you know, bothering people. And he went around and he did that. He healed the people who were demon possessed, um, he healed the, the lepers. Uh, he raised the dead because no one's dead in heaven. And so that's how you demonstrate the kingdom of heaven. And that's how Jesus would demonstrate and that's how the apostles did it. And that's how we are supposed to do it. Mm. 
in your teaching, uh, you spoke about some of the blueprints mm. that I believe you, the Lord impressed in your heart, found in Book of Acts. Mm. You want to share some of those? Yeah. Uh, when they went out and they, they understood uh, the kingdom concept, uh, Jesus that Jesus taught them, uh, they lived that out. And so when they lived that out, they had lived out the will of the Father, carried out the will of the Father, and uh, the Holy Spirit came upon them like tongues of fire. And the fire of the Lord, or the, the Holy Spirit came upon them. That's the power, the dunamis of God. And so when they had that, when they out and evangelized, you will see power preaching, number one. This is the blueprint. You see power preaching, mm. and then you see power demonstration, Power works. Come on. Right? Not fireworks, but power works. <laughs> and then you will see multitudes that come to Christ right. as believers. Believers. Mm. They believe in mm. something. Right? Whether they believe in the teaching or they believe in the demonstration. Right. But they believe in something. So they were believers. Mm. And that's why Jesus said, he says, if you don't believe in me, my teaching, just believe in my works. My works. works. Mm. Yeah. What you saw, you saw the guy crippled and mm. he started walking. Mm. I mean, that's that's something to behold. Come on. That doesn't happen in the natural. Yep. It doesn't happen in your kingdom. It happens when my kingdom invades your kingdom. Mm. And that's the reason why Jesus showed up and showed that. Because why? He's showing that he's showing us that there is his kingdom that we can inherit as mm. our kingdom. Mm. And it's much, much more superior than the kingdom we've been lied to, mm. to live in. Wow. By the enemy. The enemy, Satan, has already downgraded mm. what we're supposed to be living in. In kingdom of heaven rather than kingdom of the earth. And so, wow. when, yeah, when, when you get that, you totally understand that Jesus came to demonstrate and to, to show you what is it like. When Adam and Eve were living in Garden of Eden before they fell, before they lost the kingdom, they didn't lose heaven, they lost the kingdom. Mm. So when they lost the kingdom, yes. God had to send his only son who is sinless to again reestablish the kingdom here on earth mm. as it is in heaven. Amen. So does that help you? Uh, <laughs> I'm so I feel in. like I'm preaching. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, but, that's really good, Pastor. Um, you see, you're talking about believers. Mm. Many believers today, at least they claim they're believers. How do you encourage a believer or believers to walk in that way, Pastor? Like, I don't know if I'm making sense here, but many claim they're believers, mm. but fail to walk in, in power. What does that tell you? What do you think is, um, what's missing there? Yeah, I think... Um, the concept of kingdom mm. um, is missing. So when you don't understand the concept of the kingdom of God or the logos, the, the, the collective thought of God, the concept of the kingdom of God that Jesus came to preach, um, you don't understand really truly what he was trying to tell you. Mm. He came to to preach about his kingdom. He came to tell us about his kingdom. It's a real kingdom. Mm. It's a real place with a real king. 
right? With a real constitution, with a real army, with a real everything mm. of His kingdom, mm. right? So when you miss that, you take the Bible, which is His constitution, and you try to fit into your kingdom wow. here. Your inferior kingdom here cannot mm. take on the the superior. Uh, constitution of another superior mm. kingdom. So when you don't have that, that concept of the kingdom, you don't even understand. Kingdom means Basilea. Kingdom means the you know the rulership of God mm. here on earth. Mm. Right? You don't get that. You don't understand the dynamic rule of God that actually shifts atmosphere here. Mm. Then you continuously try to either mimic or you try to fit. Right. What is supernatural into your natural? Mm-hmm. When you're supposed to not conform to the natural, mm-hmm. but be transformed by the renewing mm-hmm. of your mind, yes. the way Paul had taught us. Come on, right? And and to be living sacrifice, he said that in the same yes. passage. You have to be living sacrifices. That means you're supposed to be dead. Like in the book of Romans, it said seven times that you're dead. You're dead. You're dead. You're dead to the world. Mm. The worldly way, mm-hmm. the fleshly way, mm-hmm. you're dead. You have something more superior. You're alive right. in something more superior. You come from darkness into the marvelous light of God. You, you've, you've transferred. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, you have been adopted. Mm-hmm. You have been saved. Mm-hmm. You've been redeemed from mm-hmm. darkness into the marvelous, marvelous light of God. So, when you can understand the concept of the kingdom. And truly understand that the king is also Lord over you. Come on. And that when you call him Lord, Lord, that he owns you, yeah. mm. then you can let go. Because if he owns you, you are the treasure, you are the apple of his eye, you are the masterpiece like the Bible calls us, then you can relax. You can say, you know what? If I didn't get that job, it's okay. Mm. Because my dad in heaven is so rich. Like he'll provide. He'll provide me with more things. He'll provide me with everything. And my only task is to seek the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these other things shall be added unto mm. me. Mm. Mm. So my first priority is to seek the kingdom of God, mm. right? And his righteousness. So that means I have to understand everything about his kingdom. I have to fully understand his kingdom. What is this kingdom all about? Mm. Who is the king? Why did he send me here? What is the constitution? That means my rights and privileges as a citizen in heaven. I got to be the best student. I got to find out everything. Seek first the kingdom of God. And his righteousness. That means his right standing. That means follow what he has said for you to do. Every law, every command, Every rule, every code of ethics that he's told you to adhere to, make sure you're obedient and adhere to that because that is what seeking righteousness, his righteousness. Mm. And then all these things shall be added unto you. That means it has nothing to do with you. The second part, it has everything to do with God adding it unto you. Mm -hmm. The first part is your part. Seek the kingdom and his righteousness. Second part is God's part. He's going to allow for that. Wow. Mm. It blows my mind. <laughs> I know me and Josh have been kind of discussing, especially the last few weeks of learning. Kingdom. I've been chewing on this, like 
crazy. Like, yeah, a lot. And like even for myself, I mean, even before really delving into the kingdom, like what we've been doing lately, I've always thought of myself because obviously we proclaim Jesus as king and so on and so forth. So I always had this mentality, if if I'm a daughter of a king, then I'm a, and then I'm a princess, right? Mm. And so just like in the monarchy, there's, there's, there's certain ways and approaches and you get groomed to be royalty, et cetera, et cetera. And in being aware of that, even when I approach God before, I'm like, okay, even even for the little request that I know, you know, isn't necessarily aligned to his will, I'd still go to him as if I was a princess. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now you know. <laughs> now you guys know. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, but like it puts you in that position where I don't hold anything. To, like I have no power, but I know where I can get it from. Mm. Like I know who to go to. Mm. There's nothing that I can do in my own power, in my own standing that, could possibly, you know, mm. do anything but other than approach King Jesus. Mm. And I think even for him and I, when we started delving into this, it's like, wow, it's an actual system. It's actually just just yeah. the way that we live in a country right now and the way that, not the same way, obviously, but just how there's there's certain things that function and they have, they, they have their own order. Mm. That's the same thing with the kingdom. It's not some frivolous thing where, oh yeah, God's some mystical thing mystical creature where we can come to him and Mm. just hope you know that he grants us our three wishes no there's actually a system that he's put in place and he actually gave us the blueprint and the manual for it it's just that sometimes i guess things get lost in translation or people just Mm -hmm. add things for you know a bit of spice but if you take those red words for how they are in their literal sense too like you you can't like you cannot not understand yeah that's me right now. Which is re- related to what I was going to open up because, you know, growing up in the church setting mm-hmm. and hearing what I've heard, the gospel, some preachers talking about the kingdom and does not really fully give you that full picture. You still, you listen to, to a preacher that shares something about it and yet you don't, you leave that meeting and you still don't really get it. But actually, I'm going to open this up to you, even to you, Pastor Tom, over the last two weeks, mm. just getting to hear what, I, what, I'm, what I'm hearing now and having my eyes open to, you know, to what I thought I knew already. Mm. I had, I'm, I'm going through a process of actually <laughs> trashing so much. like Decluttering. Yeah, that's the word. Uh, <laughs> Spring cleaning, but let literally. Let me just share one passage. I believe Matthew 4, four. can't remember the verse, um, I'm going to look for it. But when Jesus, the way Jesus have always told this to, to a disciple of his followers, repent for mm. the kingdom of God is at hand, mm. or some translation is near you. Mm. I, I used to listen, I used to read that word and, you know, for the sake of, kind of just defining what kingdom is. Mm. I would just think of it as a uh, the kingdom of God is at hand, which means I would just take it as if the spirit of God is in me. Whether there may be truth in that, but not fully understanding that, mm. right? Um, but I want to share this because when Jesus walked, was walking on earth, this is the message that he had been sharing people. Mm. And it blows me away that today, we we need to understand his love. We need to understand his understand his grace. 
the talk about sin, the talk about his cross, those are the means as we know. We believe it. We know it. Mm. And yet, I'm just going back to that, Pastor, and the revelation of kingdom where, man, I never really understood what kingdom is until two weeks ago. <laughs> it blows me away that okay. now even Jesus himself, uh, Matthew 24, talked about mm. and, and the gospel of the kingdom will be, shall be preached Mm. to all the world, to all nations, and as a witness, and the end will come. It tells me something that this might be important. Mm -hmm. And yet, how come all my years? <laughs> I, I go back and I just say, whoa, what is happening here? But now you keep, you, I'm actually digging, digging so deep right now. And I'm so excited to just allow the Lord to take me in this journey right now. Mm. Oh. That's so good. Uh, I'm glad you actually caught on. <laughs> it's like scales falling off my eyes oh, when yeah. I first had that revelation from God. Um, it 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 it's very interesting how um, sometimes, like I say, we have to wait upon the Holy Spirit. And sometimes when we don't wait upon the Holy Spirit, we just go out and start preaching like crazy. Yeah. Uh, without Which I did. <laughs> without fully understanding uh, the concept of kingdom. Like I said, it's it's a concept. It's it's God's concept of of uh, His rulership and mm. His kingdom. And so, when we don't quite understand that, we end up doing a lot of things, which we end up preaching the means rather than the end. Because yeah. you know, at the end of the day, uh, Jesus said to in in, in Matthew four seventeen, I believe He says, "That's the reason why I was sent is to preach the kingdom." Mm. To preach the kingdom, he said, you know, I have to keep going. I have to go to other villages too because why? The reason I was sent is to preach the kingdom, to ask people to repent. That means to change their thinking mm. to a new thinking, to a higher That's thinking, it. to a more superior thinking than to be left uh, in the thinking of defeat mm. and, and not be able to and, and even pray in the way uh, a person that's defeated praying, you know, yeah. you gotta pray as a person. Position uh, yourself. Yeah, position yourself yeah. as a victorious uh, child of God. Yep. That that you pray with mm. power and authority. Mm -hmm. You pray from above down. You, mm -hmm. you 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 don't beg anymore because you're no longer an orphan. Yeah. So uh, that's really important. <laughs> I think a lot of times we feel uh, a lot of false humility yeah. and mm. we are not able to understand the true concept of the kingdom where Jesus came to yeah. teach. Mm -hmm. Because at the end of the day, remember Jesus said, you know, there's a reason I was sent. And then he says, just as he has sent me, he says, I will send you now. Yeah. Right? He told mm. his disciples, he says, apostolos, yeah. that means I'm sending you now to do what? To preach the kingdom. Amen. Yeah. The yeah. There, there was something that you had mentioned earlier, Pastor, about us being led to a higher higher thinking and higher mm. calling. Mm. And the it, it amazes me how even in that call to go higher, there's a simplicity to it. Mm. Like the gospel, like with this whole kingdom thing and thinking about the gospel and just going through that again, it just, like, when I read it, it's like, it's actually pretty simple. It's not mm. as complicated as how mm. many have made it out to be where you have to first do this, do that, do, no, like, no. you're already, when you're born again, when you choose to be born again, because of course, I think we've had this conversation before where you asked us, why do we have to be born again? Mm. And I think for a lot of people who are in the charismatic or evangelical kind of realm, 
they talk about being born again just because you're going to shed off your old self, which is so true. However, when you think about it in the kingdom sense, for example, like the monarchy, you don't just become a king or queen or princess or prince just because they adopted you. You literally have to be born into your title. Yeah. And like when you had shared that with us, you are literally born again, not just to shed your old self, but because you're in a new lineage because of your royalty. That blew my mind because I'm yeah. like, that makes sense. Because mm. I think a lot, oftentimes, even sometimes as Christians, there's still those um, aspects of us where we, we might be praying or asking God for certain things and we ask as if we're paupers. Mm. And when... I, when I started understanding more of the kingdom and just your position and, and where God has placed you, I'm not shouting from the moat to the throne room. Yeah. I'm literally, yeah. a, I'm, I'm able to enter the throne room because of yes. what Jesus did for me, because of the lineage he's allowed me to become part of. Yes. And that's why I'm like, yeah. right now, even <laughs> with our group, like I, yeah, young adults group, we were talking we're talk about this. Yeah, we're talking about this. And like one picture that came to mind is that before we used to yell out, scream out outside the castle, yeah. But now, now you're in the throne room. Understanding <laughs> yeah. that you you have an audience with the king because you're also part of that mm. family. You're part mm. of that royalty mm. yeah. that you're speaking yeah. right direct, next. Direct. See, un unless you fully grasp the concept of kingdom that mm. Jesus came to preach about, mm -hmm. um, everything else is kind of a blur. You know, like when you talk about born again, uh, you know, like thank you for bringing that up, Joyce. It, it's actually... You become a king by birthright. You yes. don't become a king being Just elected because. in. Yeah. Nobody elects you to be a king. No. You by birthright. That's the reason why you're born mm -hmm. again. And you know, when you become a king and you truly understand that you are now uh, a king, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Jesus is king of kings. Yes. We yeah. are the kings, yeah. the plural. So we are to experience and be trained up to rule, to co-rule. Yes. You know, he, Daddy in heaven is in heaven. Yeah. Amen. He's the king in heaven. Now mm -hmm. we are the co-rule here, here on earth. Yes. The kingdom of heaven, the reality of heaven is to be experienced here mm -hmm. on earth. And the rulership of God, the extension of the kingdom, the invisible to the visible, it's here on earth. That's why he says, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. heaven. So when you fully understand that concept, you take it very seriously because yes. you as a king needs to be trained up well mm -hmm. and you don't fight it anymore mm. because you understand yeah. your kingly duty yep. is to be expressing the will of the father that mm -hmm. how would anyone know the will of the father if you don't know the will of the father yourself yep. like you need to fully express that and learn that in all earnest like you have to learn that as a king mm -hmm. like in any earthly king like if you watch some movies, like if you don't have a concept of kingdom, you watch movies, right, about kings. Mm -hmm. You know how kings, they have all kinds of counsel in their court? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Why? Why are they there? They are to, there to teach and to counsel yeah. the king so that he can be the best student mm -hmm. in the entire yeah. kingdom. Because if he's not the best student, how is he ever going to judge? Mm -hmm. How is he yeah. ever going to teach? Yeah. How is he ever going to feel compassion for people if he has never experienced that himself? Mm -hmm. So yeah. that's why Jesus came and to, to fully experience that and, 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 and to understand that and to tell us that, hey, he's gone through all of that. He's gone through all of that. Yeah. All that you're going through right now, I've right. gone through it. Jesus would say to you that. Mm. And, 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 and then he says, you know what? I'm still ruling. I'm still king. 
Yeah. Death has nothing on me. So mm. I'm telling you right now, if I was Jesus talking, I said, death, now that you are also king, death has mm. got nothing on you. Come on. Because mm. you are here to learn everything about the kingdom where I came from, where you are originally from, mm-hmm. and to express and embody the kingdom here on earth. And so when we fully understand that and we understand our rights and our privileges as kings and queens, yes. then <laughs> you would totally understand that it is a necessity for yes. you to be the best student. You would not fight f- learning from the constitution that's given to you to learn all about how mm. to be a king. Yeah. Mm. Right, the Bible. Like, you know, most people when they read the Bible, they fall asleep because they don't fully understand the concept of kingdom. <laughs> I'm guilty of that. I, you know. Yeah, so I hope that <laughs> so helps. True. Like, you know, if, if people oh, actually yes. need more information, they can write it. So, oh, yeah. I just want to add this with what you just said, Pastor. So there is that process of being groomed. Yes. Because you don't just, yeah, you're part of the, you're, you're part you're of the royalty royal, family, yeah. but yes. you, don't, you don't. You don't just sit on the throne automatically. See. Yeah, you gotta be groomed, yep. and that's where yes, the constitution comes comes in. Yeah, mm-hmm. but wow, wow, an episode today, man. <laughs> oh, this there's a lot more thought. Yeah, actually. there's a lot more. But if you guys enjoyed this talk today, you guys will surely enjoy Pastor Tom's teachings on YouTube at Graceville TV. And if you guys have any questions, head on over to naturallysupernatural.life where you guys can give us a message or a question or comment. And if you feel blessed by this ministry and would like to donate financially, we also have a support button on naturallysupernatural.life. But until next week, everybody, God bless.